everybody. Uh, welcome to the show, the Art of Relationship show. Gonna talk, jump right in and talk about transitional or tran- I shouldn't say transitional, transactional relationships and how many people, you know, ties in with this, right? How many people say, you know what? I'd live in a box with you, Greg. I love you so much. I'd live in a box with you. And I don't care if we're homeless, on the street, all that aspect. <clears throat> how many people think, you know, that that still holds true for you? And would you want someone to love you so much that they'd live in a box with you? And with transactional relationships, everybody's heard of them, right? The sugar daddy, sugar mama situation. Do you think, do you believe that most relationships now, marriages are transactional, right? There's a difference between being partnerships, right? It's a business partnership as well. Marriages are finances, household chores, and duties. However, when you bring up that relationships are transactional, people get offended. They get, you know, maybe they not only get offended, Defensive go up, walls go up too. And do you view that most relationships are transactional? Do you view that as being bad? Do you view it as being good, healthy? That's what they are, right? And I talk about people in relationships forever, right? How many people would want to be in a relationship when they don't feel loved, they don't feel desired, they don't feel respected, they don't feel appreciated? important a priority, okay? How many people would want to be in that situation? <coughs> Excuse me. Allergies kicking up again. So, how many people would want to be in that situation? Most people would not, right? So, our relationships sort of transactional as basis, but people don't want to view that, right? I, I want to be loved. I want to be desired. I want to be craved. I want to feel important, a priority, all those aspects too. So, Do we look at it, you know what, I want my person, I want that person to make me feel this way, and I want that person to feel loved, desired right back, okay? We look at what happens uh, to break down the relationships, what breaks down the marriages, absolutely. And, oh, real quick, people, join in the chat below. I'd love to hear your questions and comments on this. Um, And do you view it as marriages or relationships as being um, you know, out of love or is part of love being transactional, right? So transactional could be, you know, everybody looks at quid pro quo, right? You do this for me, I'm going to do that for you. Do you feel that <coughs> people don't use the term transactional, but they sort of ebb and flow? How do you make each other feel loved? How do you make each other feel desired, crave that type of situation? And if that person doesn't, you know, make you feel loved, important, all those things I mentioned, do you stop giving your love? Do you stop, you know, sort of backing away with your desire and your appreciation, right? It's one of those things that hurt people hurt people, but you look at, you know, what goes on. Now, we can look at bona fide transactions, right? Transactional relationships, People talk about the sugar daddy, sugar mama situation, and people frown about that. Oh, my God, she's a prostitute or he's a gigolo, and I'm not about sex shaming at all. You know, not at all. I want to get away from that. I tell if people are okay with that, 
who cares how you live your life as long as you're both okay with it. Then you look at as a whole, you know, is there love there in transactional, you know, the sugar daddy, sugar mama situation? There could be, right? Who's to judge that type of situation? But a lot of people will look at, no frown upon, when you look at marriages and relationships are transactional, right? Uh, say a woman wants the guy to be the provider, pay all her bills. But why is that different than, um, and you're married, why is that different versus a sugar daddy, sugar mama situation? I'm curious. I know this video might upset some people, might tick some people off, but I'd love to hear your take on that. And where is that a difference? Or if there is a situation where, you know, uh, a man wants to stay home, maybe be the father, full-time father, doesn't want to work, and his woman, wife, whatever partner wants to, you know, go to work and provide all the bills, great. How many people look at, you know, they frown upon that, they frown about it, but relationships, let's be blunt about it, they're transactional, okay? So we look at these situations, <laughs> Gen generic uh, sugar daddy, yeah, mama mentioned, <laughs> splendid daddy, here we go. Uh, Sandy, I appreciate you joining on Instagram. So when we talk about these situations, do you look at relationships as a whole as transactional? You do this for me and I'll do that for you. We don't want to look at them that way, but it's part of, you know what, do we want our person to feel loved? Do we want them to feel important, desired? And it's ironic how many people will bash certain situations that don't work for them. But then when someone maybe like me will ask a question and will say, well, you're staying at home. You're not working outside the home, bringing money into the home. Why is that different than a sugar mama, sugar daddy situation? And people get pissed. They get upset. How dare you? We love each other. I, I get that. That's okay. But is that any different because you are married or living together and having your bills taken care of? Or um, somebody is providing, you know, taken care of, and part of the deal is sexual gratification, sexual uh, favors, if you will. And a lot of people will bash and, you know, just go off rip because of maybe ego, because of pride, and they don't want to view themselves as being transactional in a relationship, right? You do this for me, I do that for you. I'm all about love. Let me point that out. I'm all about love. I'm all about mutual respect. I'm all about a partnership. Um, I'm all about that. I'm a huge romantic um, if I'm with the right person. Let's be real, okay? <clears throat> I'm a huge romantic. I want that person to feel special, important, whatever. But if I don't in the needs I want, it's going to come to a point where I want to look at myself. What am I doing? What am I not doing to make my person feel loved, desired, appreciated, respected? But it comes to a point where if I don't feel those things back or what's important to me, I'm going to stop, right? Now you look at it, I'm not advising that you stop or anything like that, but I think it's human nature that if we're not getting our needs met in a relationship, in any type of relationship, we're going to feel miserable. We're going to feel depressed. We're not going to feel love, so we distance ourselves, right? 
And we look at that, you know, is that really, you know, a transactional relationship? Is this like, okay, you do this and I'll do that. Every relationship is different. Every marriage is different. And it's what works for you out there. And it's not up to me to decide society, race, culture, religion, God, no, no. It's up to you to decide what works for you. So when you look at, you know, how many people, well, if you do this, you know, I'll take care of that. There, in a way, people don't use the term transactional because it seems more business-like. It seems more harsh and cold and not out of love. But hear me out, okay? Because you have, you know, relationships and marriages are transactional, doesn't mean you don't have love there. That doesn't mean you don't care for that person. That doesn't mean you don't feel compassionate or concern or you want what's best for your partner. Not at all. A lot of people, when they look at this, right, if their needs are not being met and they don't feel loved, they get cheated on over and over and over again. You look at, are you going to stay in that relationship? Some people do, some don't. Again, no judgment or bias. And some people are looking at, well, I get the heck out of there. I get out of there. Well, does that mean you're leaving a relationship because your needs are not getting met? You're not getting treated the way you deserve and want to be loved. So let's be honest. Would that be sort of transactional base, right? I know people look at me. I might be thinking, oh, you're a jerk, Greg, you're this or that. But relationships and marriages, I think forever and ever have been somewhat transactional in nature. And like I said, I'm all about love. And that does not mean we don't love that person. But when we look at, you know, our transactions, our behaviors, how we treat one another, isn't love transactional? And a lot of people look at, you know, is this a selfish way of looking at this? Or is this a reality in what really works for a relationship, right? A lot of people might be doing a bunch of stuff for that for you. Maybe you're doing a bunch of stuff for your person. But if it's not working for you, you still won't feel loved. You won't feel desired. You won't feel important about what works best for you. And there are so many people that, you know, they don't want to be alone. So they'll tolerate or put up with certain situations like being in a poly relationship. They really don't want a poly relationship but they don't want to lose that other person, okay? So they put up with it. They look at that, and they look at, what am I getting out of that relationship that works for me? It could be our hearts, our soul are fulfilled, mostly. But again, we look at what we get out of a relationship, and if you want to look at this as being selfish, I get it. It's okay. I'm all about self-love and self-respect. And part of that is looking at if that person doesn't show us those transactions, okay, (laughs) those transactions, if they don't show us what is important to me or you, we're not going to feel love. We're not going to feel special. So what's going to happen? That relationship, chances are, or marriage will end. It'll reach its demise. So when you look at, you know, transactional aspects, I don't want you to always look at a negative facet, okay? It's looking at how do you look at your love life? How do you show your person you love them, adore them, cherish them, okay? Nothing's perfect, 
but looking at part of them are by showing that person by, you know, showing them maybe verbal expression, maybe telling them. Great. Terrific. Okay. Woo <clears throat> Excuse me. Those are transactions, right? So when a lot of people look at transactional relationships, they jump to sugar daddy, sugar mama situations, or, you know, a generic sugar, you know, sugar daddy or Splenda daddy that was mentioned earlier. Um, you know, that can be transactional. Oh, you go with me, meet up with me, go out to dinner with me, have sex with me, and I'll pay your rent. And a lot of people look at, oh my God, she is a prostitute. She's a sex worker. No shaming. We need to stop. Women need to stop shaming that. And I look at, are you just jealous that you're not having that arrangement? But actually, if you are married, living with someone and having all your bills paid for, what is the difference, right? But a lot of people don't want to look at that because they feel shame. They feel maybe embarrassed. But in reality, what is the difference? Let's be honest, right? What is the difference? Or uh, say a gentleman is being taken care of uh, by a woman or his partner. The same thing, right? A lot of people will say, oh, it's okay. They're getting their bills paid What? because they're married, because they live together. That's transactional, right? And But they'll bash somebody for having an economic transactional relationship deal going on. And they say, that's not real love. That's not real. Well, maybe it is. Maybe that's what works for both people and it makes them happy. We need to get away from judging, right? A lot of people are great at judging others. They're great at maybe being biased towards a certain person or a group of people versus, you know, then when you sort of like I'm doing now, when you bring up scenarios that are very similar, but you know, in their own eyes, that's okay because we're married, we're living together. Now, um, what is the difference? And that's where I want to challenge you to come up with in your relationship, in your marriage, when you talk about what works for you out there and what doesn't. Do you look at these as transactions, as behaviors, as exchanges for love? for appreciation, right? Sharing your heart and soul. People don't look at it that way. And they sort of look at it as a yucky business transaction. But relationships and marriages, some of it is sort of business-like, right? Who's paying the bills? Who's doing the chores, right? Cleaning up, cooking, trash. Uh, who's responsible for maybe going on a trip? Who's paying for that? You get me? So those are sort of business-like arrangements, but a lot of people don't want to look at that, oh, we're doing it because we're love, but a lot of people won't step back and look at, well, Greg, you know what? You might have a point. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but a lot of people will get mad. They'll get downright angry and pissed, and they'll get defensive instead of looking at these realities when it comes into a relationship or into a marriage. And I love, I know I'm going to hear a lot of slack about this, but you look at what is part of an arrangement when you're married, when you're living together, right? Who is going to take care of the kids, you know, raise them, responsible, clothe them, bathe them? Who's going to get groceries? Who's going to pay for the groceries? 
Who's going to put gas in the car? Who's paying for the gas? And a lot of people will look at that. Well, if they're not married or living together, oh my God, that's taboo. He, she or he is like a sex worker, like I said, a prostitute, a gigolo. But what is the difference between that and when you're married or when you're living together, okay? I'd love to hear your take on this. And again, join the comments down below, people. And check out my bio down below, uh, my website, theheartofrelationships.org. And I have uh, some reasonable, very reasonable self-help courses to help you out there, help you out as well if you are healing from an affair or uh, premarital early relationship counseling courses. And I have another one, 28 days to reignite, to wake up your relationship, okay? So peace and love, and I definitely appreciate all the support on there. And I know I can be politically correct at times, but I want people to be able to come out of their own comfort zone to be able to look at things maybe a little differently and to be able to look at what really works for you and your partner to feel connected, to feel that emotional bond that you crave in the physical bond. Absolutely. If that's important to you. Okay. And what does respect look like? Okay. Peace and love to everybody out there. Everybody take care. Bye-bye.